0: Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, honey. Hey, everybody. I hope you're having a fantastic week. My day is about to kick off so hard because I am so excited about my guest that I'm sharing with you today. So, you all know I created Listen, honey, to share fascinating conversations that I am so thankful to have with inventors, creators, people who just make the world a better place. And recently I came across a beverage called Owl's Brew that got me so excited. I not only had to reach out to the founders, but I joined forces with them as co-owner and chief brand officer. So let me introduce to you Jenny Rips and Maria Littlefield, the co-owners and founders of Owl's Brew Boozy Tea. Well, ladies, welcome to Listen, Honey. Um, let's Thank talk you. about how we found each other. How are you guys doing? <laughs> you first of all, an <laughs> yes, yes. I mean it. I, I just, you know, as a, as a person who used to be a consumer, or I am a consumer, but back then, all I would do is consume and consume and consume. Who would have thought that today I can actually find something that I loved so much organically? Like I love tea, and I only knew about tea in teacups, and 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 finding so many creative ways to craft my favorite tea and, and, and make my concoctions of tea, but I never thought to mix my favorite beverage of tea with alcohol. Why can't I fuse the two? Why is it that I only, only attributed tea to the calm down and and the the time for relaxation, which is not wrong, but you can also have that with a boozy kick and still have that fun, nice meditative feel with a nice, like boozy, um, fix to it too.
1: For every occasion. (laughs) <laughs> right,
0: right. So now what I basically what basically happened everybody is I, I I I found the tea. I discovered the tea. I fell so in love with it so I did some digging. Thank God to social media and your guys amazing way of putting your work out there. I learned about your passion for tea, Jenny, and I learned about how you, uh, you know, uh were in your kitchen putting together these fun concoctions of tea. You invite your friend Jenny over. You kind of give her some of the taste of the things that you've developed. And together, you guys are like, wait a minute, why are we only hogging this to ourselves? We need to share this mix with 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 the world. So tell me how it started, because I know, I know the gist, and then I basically had to get in touch with you guys and say, how do I join in? How do I get on board? That's exactly it. And I think, I mean, Jeannie, first of all, before we even talk about our story,
2: Maria and I, like... I think we didn't mention that you're our chief brand officer. You're a part of our team, a part of our company, which like you found us, you reached out to us and you let us know about your passion for tea and sort of wanting to get involved. And we were like, Oh my goodness, a kindred spirit, like someone who's like had the healing power of tea in their lives for a long time. And you had so much insight though, for us that, I I don't know, I just were so excited to have you as part of the Owls for team now. And but yeah, I, I can talk for a second about how Maria Please. and I kind of founded Owl's Brew. And how so, you well,
0: fell in love with tea. I want to hear about that too, both of you guys. Yeah.
2: Start, with, start yeah. with the very background, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, so basically, I graduated from school and I, I went into publishing. And that was how I kind of started out. And um, eventually, sort of, I, I sort of pivoted. But Maria and I were working together and a family member of mine was was sick, was not doing well. And I started honestly, like tea eventually became this great passion of my life. But honestly, I started out thinking, okay, what, what can I give him that's antioxidant rich? What can I give him that is immunity boosting? And I just, the more research I did, the more I found that kind of tea. If you took, whether it was a green tea or even if you took botanicals, you could really deliver health benefits. Mm -hmm. So I started blending tea and Maria and I eventually co-founded a tea company together. I became a tea sommelier. Um, So it really started out with what is good for you and what's healthy. But what I found was, and I have tea with me right now, like you drop things in water and you don't just get health benefits, you also get flavor. And I was like, oh my goodness, if I put green tea in water, I get antioxidants. If I add like hibiscus, it turns tart and juicy and hot pink. And that's amazing that this change can just, this magic can happen in its flavor and function. So uh, Maria and I together started a tea company called Brew Lab. And at first I was making hot tea, but mainly iced tea for places like Sweet Green, if you've ever had their tea or Momofuku or um, Soho House. And I worked on a lot of tea cocktail programs. And I was always thinking, like, wow, you know, I'm blending this tea, you get all of these good things. And when you spike it, you still get those things. Yeah. So one day Maria and I, like at the more tea cocktail programs we worked on, the more we started just drinking that way, the more we were like, you know, get it. Like, why would we drink something with juice as a base? Or why would we drink something kind of flavored with crap when we could like yeah. literally make something? with like green tea as a base or white tea as a base and get all that good stuff while like being a little boozy. And that was, that was how we started Owlsbury. One day we were, we just decided, you know what, while there's, we love making tea um, and I designed all the flavors as a cheese on, there's like a big white space here because the alcohol category, i love to talk about that. I'm going to stop talking for a second, but the alcohol category is a crazy category when it comes to what is in it versus like what you think you're getting, yeah. and so we just realized that we wanted to drink the way we were drinking, and that people deserve to drink this way, and that was when we decided to found Owls Brew. Mm.
1: And I feel like we kind of even had a bigger awakening when we were like we went, you know, we were brewing tea in buckets.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow! We buckets, like,
2: buckets. Like, no way, like guys! We were I didn't up know at that.
1: <laughs> And literally, like in buckets, like there's a million. Yeah, we did some stories.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, we've done events. Like we did, went to the a hotel in Miami for Art Basel years ago, and yeah. we were partnered with a big liquor brand. I won't say which one. And they were like, <laughs> we're, basically, we had to. We asked if we could use their kitchen, yeah, and to brew the tea for like two thousand people at Art Basel, and they were like, oh, like we have all all of the rooms in the kitchen are being used, or like all the space in the kitchen is being used. So Maria, what did we? What do we, we do?
1: So, we brewed tea for like a thousand people in our shower in our hotel room. And, like, and I mean, very I literally, fancy like, people. We like carded,
2: you're talking about these like VIP experiences. We, like, literally brewed it in the shower and then carted it out. I'm there were people dead. in, like, like, very fancy attire that were drinking our shower tea. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, like, I mean, I, I just, just pictured you guys
0: as the modern day version of I Love Lu- <laughs> Lucille Ball. And um, <laughs> that's. Sorry. Who is she doing uh, oh, the stomping yeah. of the grapes oh, yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. 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 mean our, our hotel
1: room essentially looked it like the earthy, of that? At least, like if you imagine what that aftermath looked like, imagine our hotel room.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's so sweet! And, and what was the outcome? How, what did everybody think of what you guys made? People loved it, it.
2: it. loved it. Huge date, it was trip. great. Yeah. great. Fresh brew tea, but yeah. we, tea. when we fresh brew now, we fresh brew very differently. Yeah.
0: yeah, we don't need those. We've we've <laughs> evolved exactly. <Yeah. We've> <laughs> <laughs> so we, then, what like, happened?
2: Sorry, you kind of I cut you off because you were about. Oh, to- oh I was okay. just going
1: to say, like, so people, you know, people were really excited about what we were doing in our buckets, and it was like delicious and fresh and refreshing and all this, all these things. And then, you know, we we decided that we wanted to actually make it because we couldn't find anything like it in the market. Yeah. And I think it was pretty eye-opening for us when we actually like dove into the industry. I know this is what we talk about a lot, but like. Every nothing is made the way that you make it in your kitchen in yeah. mass production, and so like you know, it took us forever to find even a co-packer who would fresh brew the tea because everyone was like, "You should go to a flavor house. We can remake your flavor that you're making in your kitchen this way." And oh, we were like,
2: "Why? Why? would you want to
1: remake it? Yeah, right. What? You have big tanks. Just brew the tea, and yeah. was like, No, no, no. Like that's not how it, go- it works here. Oh. Um, and so it was it was pretty crazy i mean it took us like 8 or 9 months i think to find someone who would even fresh brew the tea and of course like you know i think we've talked to you about this a lot but the more you start digging into kind of these flavors the more you realize that they're not actually
0: natural right right and you and once the more you process a leaf too the lo, the more you lose its authenticity like and you the, want that
2: the, he, little bit of benefit. grit
0: that tea yeah. yes yes exactly
2: yeah, the flavor changes. Like but that's why we don't use make anything with um extract, extracts, essences. Mm. We don't use flavoring. We only use fresh fruit tea because that's how you actually get the benefit, and also that's how you have that flavor experience. Right. So it's both. Right. It's the, like everything. It's
0: a fla- function and flavor. They go together. You, I don't think you should separate them. Absolutely, I I, I yeah. agree completely. And I have to imagine too. Then when you guys begin to think about alcohol as an opportunity to make this cocktail together. How did that come about? How did you, what was the initial moment that you all of a sudden looked at this, you had a probably an alcoholic drink and then you had the tea and you were like, wait, what would ha-? Like, how did it happen? And then what were the hurdles when you went to the beverage market to say, hey, we want to include these two things. One that everybody looks at as medicinal and holistic and it is, but they don't think of that as something you can fuse with alcohol. Yeah,
2: so in a lot of ways, it happened organically. I, I have been working so much with tea and kind of blending it ambient that I was already messing around a little bit on my own with like what happens if I spike because I wasn't blending it hot. I was blending it ambient, but as I worked sort of with all of these restaurants, I was working with so many with all these kind of bar managers, and I was they're like, you know, what could I do with this? And I was getting insight. I was developing products for them. Yes, and along the way, I just built up all of this kind of expertise in sort of how do you spike tea? How do you bring spirits to life with tea? Um, Maria and I were hosting tea cocktail parties at the same time for fun. So Maria, you- Literally
1: for us in um, the third floor of this, we used to work out of this old brownstone. We literally started hosting, we called it the tea lab. And we literally started hosting like happy hours for our coworkers and for friends and sort of evolved from that. But we literally would serve tea cocktails. So we- (laughs) We would have like different themes, and at first, I feel like the cocktails were kind of simple. Like yeah. we we're swapping out yeah. like cranberry tazine for cranberry juice, yes. and then we were like, "Wow, okay, that's really good." What happens if we do this? And then Jenny's all Jenny's blending background. We started getting really creative. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, we literally hosted like themed tea cocktail parties on Thursday nights.
2: And we started <laughs> and, it and, built started, from that. and yeah, yeah, and we started, we started the getting asked events. Yeah, exactly. do events. Oh yeah, that was all I was saying. We started being asked to do events, and we were then flying around the country. Um, it was a very different time. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, everyone thought that we were transporting like the TSA kept checking our bags. We would have like a bag of clothing and shoes. Or they'd and be like held somewhere. Of, like, lemon yeah. Lemon verbena. People definitely thought we were like marijuana smugglers. <laughs> <or something. laughs> So See, we got flagged by the TSA all the time. And also yeah. we always had like agave or like in our bags. So something sticky like always like exploded. Yeah. Always like, it
0: was like sticky and like, I don't but know. Your, but your garments must have smelled so good. I bet really when you unzipped, it was like so fragrant. Yeah, no, it was so so, fragrant. everything smelled
2: great. just <laughs> yeah. <it's a> <laughs> The early days of tea brewing, we had, we traveled with tea all the time because we were always like, where's yeah. the water? Right. <laughs> where's right. the right. water? We fresh brewing every?" All the time, and we, you know, we launched um, our company out of my apartment. I mean, I think my, I have two little kids, and our my first was born when literally the two companies hand in hand, like Owls Brew and Juliet, were launched just about the same time. Wow, into the world! <laughs> I like literally don't remember. Like, I have like I blacked out those six months. I like I like woke up <laughs> one day, Juliet was six months old, and I had a company. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen.
0: The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter.
1: And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family.
0: Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned.
2: And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter.
0: Well, you're a daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more.
2: Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. But
0: see, this is why I have to hear the details of how a company is birthed, because I think it's so crazy that we walk through the shopping aisles today, and when you fill up your your shopping cart from Target or Costco or whatever it may be, you just buy things thinking about... What you need to supplement in your house, so you're thinking milk, and then you think you know um laundry detergent and some soda, whatever it might be, you just fill it up, but we never think about the responsibility of where's your dollar going when it actually helps and supports a black owned business or a female founded yeah. company, like are you actually being conscientious and thinking about the power that each of your dollars go to? When you shop. And so for me, listening to just these beginning stories of you guys brewing teas in, 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 in the shower and trying to figure out, <laughs> and, you know, in the bathtub and trying to, you know, serve all these people and then break through the hurdles of these rules that people only have because they've never found somebody that would apply pressure to change them. You know, yeah. when people are like, no, you've got to process this, see further. We can't just throw it into these big vats and brew them. You're like, but why? You know, we just need a container. These are, these are amazing things to think about because so many people have great entrepreneurial ideas, but depending on your, your persistence, your, your passion, mm-hmm. and, and even having the right partners that continue to, to, to encourage and, and, break through those barriers you could give up on amazing concepts. So you guys started with this idea that was basically in your tea lab and for your cocktail parties for your loved ones. Now, talk, let's talk about how Owl's Brew has grown and where we can find it. Like where, where, where is Owl's Brew now? Brewing in here in the U.S. So, um,
2: yeah, we've grown a lot since those early days. Um, we we now brew in much much bigger tanks. But let's see. So we learned a lot and grown a lot <laughs> learned a lot and grown a lot at the top of 2020 we launched a new product um, out which is what you found at whole foods owls yep. brew boozy tea which is a spiked sparkling tea made with only real ingredients and yeah. that brand or owls brew is now available we were in 10 states last year we'll be in 25 states this year and um we're at <laughs> we just we got a uh, we'll be nationally with whole foods we we got a Mandate with Whole Foods. Um, Yay. We found out yeah. today that we'll be launching in all the Sprouts in Georgia. We're coming to so Whole Foods and Sprouts in Georgia. Yeah, Whole Foods and Sprouts in Georgia, um, and then some of our other. Let's talk Trader about the Trader Joe's. Joe's. Trader Joe's We've got a great relationship with Trader Joe's. We've grown a lot with them. They're wonderful partners. Um, Total Wine, Total Wine, um, Go Puff, which is another, which, which is direct to consumer. Yeah. Drizzly, um, something Drizzly published the other day that we were one of their top three hard tea brands, which we were. I- so yes, because we're like a little, we're a little, you know, we're an early stage company, but we have this kind of insight that people can drink something spiked and sparkling made with tea as a base, which gives them something good back to their body. So absolutely know that a company like Drizzly is selling a lot of Owl's brew makes me really happy. Yeah, happy. Oh my god!
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think it's like, I, th- I was going to say just that at the beginning, it was a lot, there was so much more education about drinking better and I think just what you're saying about people like thinking about what they're purchasing and like what they're actually putting into their body and like, oh, when I'm drinking, I can still have something that's good has really evolved too. So like we, we've we grown a lot, but also like the conversations we're having with consumers have evolved so much. It's not just
2: what's in it, but it's also who makes it. Like yeah. who are you supporting? And, yes. and I think that's so important. And it's crazy how empowered um, consumers are, right? Like that dollar they can make a choice with it. Yes. And I do that all the time as a mom, right? Like I'm always yeah. kind of, if I know something about a company, if I know that their values are good or if I know it's female founded or if I, you know, w- whatever it is, like I, I I, prefer to sort of go with the small guys and go with the startups and go for the Same. people that are fighting a good a good fight
0: yeah. or, yes. or, or trying to change things, which like we are too. Yes. I think we forget that um, convenience often sacrifices uh, your ethics with what's inside the product and the process that it took to even get there. You know, um, I know that with a lot, with today when it comes to being a lot more consumer responsible, to look at these smaller companies like you ladies who have the time and the passion and the care, right? Finding people who care is a whole nother thing that you don't usually think about when you walk through the aisles of a of a grocery store. But when you find somebody who cares to actually preserve and 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 contain all the organics of their product so that it's unique, it's different, and you actually feel, you feel the vibrancy behind the product. Like that's a very different thing. I know for me when it comes to spritzers, right, or any type of, um, you know, just those, uh, those light tonicy beverages that are available out there in cans and liquor stores. I, I real, I've, never, I've never thought about it until I tried Owl's Brew, but when I tried Owl's Brew and I found that I'd get that fun little tipsy buzz and it would just, it would just hover and then I would just continue with my day, I realized that when I used to grab other sparklers or spritzers, I kind of internally, without saying it to myself, I thought, do I have anything else to do for the rest of the day? And then I would think if I had to be responsible, if I had to get up early the next morning, if I had to make a dinner or something, and I'd I'd say no, and I'd go ahead and I'd grab the six pack or whatever. And I realized that the reason why I... I did that is because I never feel good after those drinks. They're packed with sugar. You get a crazy hangover. Anytime you day drink, you're 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 assed out for the rest of the night. Yeah. Like oh, you're done. Yeah. Like you, you know what it is, right? <laughs> Obviously, a big part of that is how much you consume, right? You shouldn't be a bottle to the head is not gonna be good for anybody after. But for the most part, when you grab any generic spritzers or any of these, um, these light infu- alcohol-infused you know, fruit drinks or or, or um, energy drinks, the outcome is never great. You never feel focused and you never feel, you, you just basically have to bag the rest of your day. And most of the time I always gave into that because I thought I'm gonna go to a party, so why am I expecting, you know, to, to, to still be productive afterwards or, and just go ahead and sacrifice the next morning for a good time now. I never knew that you could actually, no, you can still have a great time now, still get your buzz on, but also add great holistic benefits to your body enjoy tea like you nobody has time to sit down for a cup of tea but it's so good for you but here you can you can still party and you'll actually be focused and productive later <laughs> on that's the crazy thing I've I've had times because obviously ever since becoming um becoming a chief brand officer with the with, with Owl's Brew, I've you guys have sent me you know my flavor so that I can go ahead and test and try yeah. so I can safely say that I've definitely like had my own day drinking um, bliss, you know, here in quarantine, Fun. but I, but it's insane to me that I've actually tested it out myself and drink several cans to the head and I feel great afterwards. And I feel more focused, which is kind of crazier. So drinking tea. Tell me. <laughs> it's because I'm drinking tea. No, and, yeah, and-
1: I mean, you're drinking real tea and you're drinking real ingredients on top of that. Right. right. And so much of like why everyone feels like such ickiness after a lot of those is they're just like packed with chemicals or like Fake sugars or fake sweeteners, and you just—it's like on top of having like an alcohol hangover, right? You like have a chemical hangover, essentially.
2: Yes. Um, And And your body just processes it differently. There shouldn't be the choices, and real—and that's what Maria really believe in, and I know you do too. It's like your choice shouldn't be: okay, am I going to go like low sugar, low carb, like full chemical hangover, or like have the real stuff with lots of like sugar and juice? And I think. That's, and the issue with the beverage industry and particularly the alcohol industry is like, look at a bottle of vodka. There's no like, there's no ingredient list. So this industry is a industry that for a long time has been able to get away. And I'm not talking about vodka in particular, but especially with like ready to drinks, it's been a kind of a race to the bottom for a long time because it's like, how do I make it cheap and consistent because no one, can see what's in it. So like what motivation is there to put good stuff in it? Like very little, Um, you know, you're just like, it's all about sort of pricing and consistency, pricing and consistency, but that leaves out like quality and flavor, Um, especially when it comes to what you're talking about, spritzers or seltzers or, you know, just sort of the stuff that you would grab in a can.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for me, you know, I really think, the essence and flavors and um, medicinal benefits of tea because they actually got me through my entire life. I distinctly remember when I was um, whenever I was sick and 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 you know obviously a kid, my mom and my grandmother always brewed just the perfect concoctions of tea depending on my on ail- my um, on my needs my my ailments. I remember you know that if they asked me. That I had a headache, or you know, I felt bloated after maybe you know a, a big meal. Immediately, a, a cup of chamomile would be right there sitting for me, and and it would also help me, you know, relax for sleep. Or I remember when I started to um, become a teenager into my like twenties, I started gaining a lot of weight, and I felt just really um, I was studying a lot, and I felt really lethargic. And immediately, my grandmother she dried these amazing oolong tea leaves. And I remember it boosted my metabolism immediately. I started, my eating patterns changed. I lost weight into a, you know, um, a, a healthier frame. I felt good about myself. And then I started to learn about, I, I never asked what teas they were. I just kind of asked my grandmother, okay, if I, so give me this weight loss tea, the stuff that helps my digestion. She, you know, she gave me a, a mixture of green tea and, and, and oolong. And then I thought, okay, if I, if I have, uh, uh, you know, if I have a sore throat, if I'm if I have a stomachache, you know, she taught me how to take real ginger and slice them up and freeze them in the freezer, so
2: mm-hmm. that
0: you know I could break them out and put them into ginger tea and um, so many things like white tea for stress. I, I just started carrying all these different teas and I'd put them in these. Um, these little plastic Ziplocs. And then as I got older and I learned, I started to learn, oh, Ziplocs actually lose the, air still penetrates the tea and you can, you know, lose the fragrance of them. And I started putting them in glass jars. And I always separated the need for tea. Tea was always like, what do I go to to fix myself? And then once I was fixed, I would go, okay, let me go drink alcohol to kind of mess myself up because I needed a good time or I needed to relax. So, I just really I really thank you guys for fusing these two worlds together, and as women too, and as moms, because we we know all too often women we're never doing just one thing we're always doing so much and wearing so many different hats in our uh, world of business and home family life and our, our own personal goals and entrepreneurship and all these things there we need tea for all these different places of of stress and, and health, but we also need a break and we also need to enjoy ourselves and feel good and sexy at the same time.
2: A hundred percent. And like, I, I think that the whole idea for us is exactly, is exactly what you just said, which is why, why have a drink that's just spikes when you can have a drink that spikes and you like get antioxidants? (laughs) Like why why not sort of that? So it's, um, but I, I love hearing about what you experienced as a child. It's so funny, Jeannie. The other day, I overheard my daughter, who's eight now, telling my husband what tea she should make himself because he wasn't feeling well. Because oh I've God. been making her everything. chamomile tea or peppermint tea or ginger tea her entire life. And so she's like now telling Max, who's kind of not as listening, I guess, as much. <laughs> she said, dad, you really should have some calendula. You know? Oh my God! It's so That's curious. so funny. That's amazing. But it That's just amazing. shows what we give to our daughters, right? And then, yeah. And then what they give to other women, because you came to us and with all this insight, but you grew up that way, and it's just amazing yeah. how I don't know generations go. Like I, she was like a little a little girl like
0: you were, and now look yeah. what what sort of happened. Absolutely. To other, you know, this is, um, well, you guys are going to get this episode in a week, but today is Women's International Day, or International Women's Day. And I ask you, there are so many women that have dreams and ideas, and during this past year of 2020, this being so, it's been so difficult, but it's also given us so much more time to unearth some of these passions, like What would you say as advice to anybody out there who has a great idea and don't know where to start? How did you, how do you get the advice? Like I talked about in the beginning of this, like being in those rooms where you guys I'm sure had conversations with people that slowly led you to making the right decisions. Where does somebody start when they have a great idea?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great question. And, um, we talk about this a lot, like there's no roadmap. starting a business like or making a product or anything you're just kind of like I feel like we're always getting first of all it's really hard so don't ever beat yourself
0: up it's really hard own that own that from the start
1: yeah own it from the start and like be resilient like it is Mm. not a straight line is, is kind of like what, what I think everyone should know. Cause I feel like sometimes you see these headlines about these like businesses that like duh, duh, say they grew overnight and like none of that stuff happened overnight. And right. first, it
0: Thank was not you. Like, a straight up Yes, road. Maria.
1: Um, but uh, ask questions, gosh, like we just like built a network of people um, and asked a million questions. And Jenny did um, a couple of programs at the beginning that were really helpful just for understanding like business foundation um cuz we worked in marketing before so you know yeah fin- like financials and the business side of things were also complicated <laughs> and different um but just be like be shameless in asking questions and you'll you'll if it's just like once you start then if that person doesn't know something they might know someone else and you kind of just start to build a network yeah um and Absolutely. piece it all together and don't feel bad if you get to the ends like we always say like we feel like sometimes we got to the end and it was like we put together a puzzle without like a picture and then like it gets the end, there's a missing piece and you're like, ah,
2: <laughs> Right,
1: right. <laughs> um, but it's, I don't know. Those, that would be my advice. I don't know, Jenny, what, what yours would be, but.
2: No, I, I agree with what you said. I think asking questions and also not, you don't know everything when you start. I actually spoke, I mentor a lot and I spoke to a young woman recently and I said, you know, this isn't an interview, but can you just quickly tell me your strengths? And it was like, I was actually amazed because like, she just, said, you know, I'm a people person, but I'm not that good with math or something like something like that. And I was yeah. like, thank you, because I can help you now. I can't help people unless they're willing to say, like, like don't be, no one's perfect at everything. You're not going to have this perfect business plan to start. But if you know what you know, and you begin to understand what you don't know through either, I did a Goldman Sachs 10,000 small businesses program, but it's also finding advisors and mentors. If you're able To get it, put ego to the side and say, I have this idea. I'm hell bent on figuring it out. And therefore, I'm going to find resources to help me get there. And those resources, a lot of time, are other women. That's the best way to sort of problem solve is to call upon your village. It's not all about you. It's not about I. It's about whether it's your business partner, me and Maria, or whether it's about your network. It really is about asking questions in in a nice way and sort of learning and growing and um, dropping that the ego. Ego doesn't help. No, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's, like, whatever you start out to do, I always feel like is not where you end. Like, the path you start on is not where you end, right?
0: Right.
1: So, like, I don't know. Be willing to, like, change and pivot and kind of, like, hear feedback and, like, listen to the market and listen to what kind Flexible. of feedback yeah. you're getting and, yeah, what Flexible type of feedback you're getting from your mentors. And Absolutely. to change.
0: Yeah. I, I really love what you guys are saying, and I want to add to that um, the... The intention I have as chief brand officer, I think is something to consider too, if you're an entrepreneur starting out and how to keep focused with your goal to be able to deal with competition and people who are going to tell you that you can't do it. For me, it's about education. I think it's so important to educate people on the why of your product. If you look at this product just as what it is, it's another drink. Somebody could easily go, okay, what's this other drink you're spinning, right? And they'll either, and they can even break it down and say, okay, what's, it's another tea or it's another health drink or whatever they're gonna spin it as. People, there are so many products that come thrown at people today. How is yours going to change that person's life? When I saw the concoction of Al's Brew, being somebody who greatly, deeply appreciates tea and what it's done for my family and the hundreds of years, um, in, in, in my culture, I immediately knew, okay, wait a minute. If these two, if these people are mixing tea and alcohol, are they disrespecting the tea or are they understanding the footprint of what tea is, you know? And so when I tried it and I immediately tasted, I tasted and I felt that this is an authentic product. And, and, and then I researched and I saw the work that you guys to, to really, to really hold that tea and cradle it as well as making it something that's, that's, you know, a, 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 fun twist on it for people to enjoy. I, I realize people can't take this as just a spritzer or an alcohol beverage. We, I joining the ladies, I really want to tell people how much tea can enhance and benefit your life. And also it, this, we're not selling people something that we have to prove tea in its own self. I mean, it, it was a medicinal, it was yeah. a medicinal product for people. And now it's become a beverage you know yep. because people get it but not uh, not enough people get it because if we really did get it i think we'd have less health issues and i think we'd have a lot of more p- calmer more you know um 100% more meditative you you're describing
1: yeah. before about how you had tea for all, all your
0: ailments right yes yes completely. exactly yeah completely agree with you so i want to encourage anybody out there whether you're making a board game or you're making a sh- a shampoo whatever it is my girl my ladies out there know that it's most important to find out how is your product going to benefit that person's life and when you speak to people don't speak about it as a product speak to them about the 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 psychology of what about what board games do for families or why you know for your hair health how much it makes women feel more confident when they have a shampoo that actually supplements your, your, your hair needs so that you can walk out feeling more confident about yourself and then in turn doing better at your job or, you know, looking, feeling sexier at your and your dates or whatever it may be. But just remember to educate people. That's that's the one thing because being a person who does receive a lot of products I I often notice that entrepreneurs will miss that mark if they don't explain to me like, why do I need this again? Because there's a million on the shelf that seem like this, but why is yours different? And to also remind us if we don't already use something like that, if you don't already drink tea, you need to learn why, why you should, why it's important for you and why for thousands of years, like people have already been doing this. So you should also understand that this has already been proven and true. And so I just, I just want to encourage people to do that too when they think about starting a company.
2: Yeah. I think that's an amazing point. Well, Identifying uh, the mission, the the mission and the product are two different things. And it's something that we actually have worked on a lot, um, yeah. with you and with ourselves. And it's a, yeah. that's an incredible point. And I think so often people, when they're talking about why they're why their brand, they immediately go to the product and that's not why that's what, so yes,
0: your, your point is really well, really well taken. Thank you. Thank you. So everybody watching or listening to this um, podcast, please do run out there and find your Owl's Brew. What is the best way that people can find where the nearest Owl's Brew location is for them?
1: So we have a store finder on our website, which is probably the easiest. It's up and it's pretty up to date. So you just type in your zip code um, and all the areas around you will pop up.
0: Okay, perfect. So I'm going to, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was gonna say it's on theowlsbrew.com.
0: Owlsbrew.com. I'm going to include that link here below. And any entrepreneurs out there, if you feel encouraged by Maria and Jenny's story, please do DM either of us at the genie my at the owlsbrew on Instagram. Follow. Do let us know your stories. We do want to commune with other entrepreneurs out there. Um, any but even beverage makers, anybody who's got ideas, like let us know. We want to um, break open a can of Al's Brew together and have this discussion virtually, you know, and, and keep this um, conversation going. Because like I said, we all have so much power as we, as we support one another in this space and uplift the consumer dollar. And remember that our power of spending money has the ability to change the world. One product at a time. A hundred
2: percent. Thank you
0: so much. Yes.
2: On. This was so much fun. It was so much great. fun.
0: I absolutely adore you guys. Thank you, thank you. Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, honey, listen, honey.
2: Listen, honey, listen, honey.